You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Animals talk to us every day in many ways, especially the animals that live with us. Have you ever wondered if your pet could speak? What would they tell us? Join pet communicator Erica Alexander as Pet Life Radio presents When Animals Speak. You'll learn how to enhance your life with your pets and expand your knowledge. When animals speak, it helps us align with intimate wisdom of animals for insight and self-knowledge. Now, step inside the mind of your pet with your host, Erica Alexander. Welcome to When Animals Speak at PetLifeRadio.com. I'm your host, Erica Alexander, an animal communicator. Nikki, a shy, gorgeous, 370-pound male Amur tiger, also an endangered species, now resides at the Erie, Pennsylvania Zoo. Nikki has refused to come out of his den into his new $500,000 public exhibit since it opened two months ago. This story intrigued me for two reasons. Nikki came from the Brookfield Zoo near Chicago, a zoo my parents took me to many times when I was growing up, and secondly, and more importantly, I would like it to give Nikki a voice, so hopefully we can resolve any issues he has so he can enjoy his new home and Anna. I have on my show today Scott Mitchell, the president of Erie Zoo. Scott has a few ideas about why he thinks Nikki only pokes his head out. Good morning, Scott. Good morning. <laughs> How was that? Great. <laughs> Thank you. How is Nikki doing today? Yeah, really good so far. He uh, he'll venture out, uh, head and shoulders outside, and sniff around and and look and see what uh, what's going on. But um, it's, uh, kind of maybe slowly starting to make a little progress. But that's about it at the moment. And that was since we talked, or before that? Um, just in the last couple of days, um, and he still hasn't come out on an extended basis. Um, he'll come out and look around maybe quickly if nobody's watching and then run back in. Because I noticed that uh, when I read the story about Nikki, and that's why I contacted you, it said he hadn't mm-hmm. poked his head out for two months, but then we talked a few days ago saying that uh, let's find out why he hasn't sure. poked his head out. Well, then I, I couldn't help it. I was just too intrigued. And I've kind of been talking to him telepathically, so I find it interesting that you have said that he's come out a little bit more now, you know, within those few days. Sure, and, and not not um, not as much as we would like by any right. stretch of the imagination. Of course. But, uh, I think he's, we're hoping he's getting a little more comfortable, but we're hoping. I don't blame you. We're very anxious. Um, we have, uh, as you mentioned, Anna, who is just a really pretty, real beautiful little female companion that we're um, hoping to introduce the two of them to, but we always like to make sure that both of them are comfortable in their new home independently of each other before we put them together in the new facility. You don't want any fights breaking out. Especially when it's a 375-pound tiger. Mm-hmm. No one's <laughs> right. going to be able to go in there and break up that fight. Absolutely not. You're right. <laughs> yes. Were you putting her in there... At the same time that you put him in the den or a few days later? Um, no, actually, we, we started off with him, 
and tried uh, with him prior to that. She, he actually got here a little bit before she did. They're, they're both new to our zoo, and he got here a little bit before she did. So we started off with him. But basically, and, um, you didn't try to introduce them at the same time that, that you put him in the den. She no, was afterwards, correct? Exactly. Yep, you're right. Okay. Yeah, we put him out, tried let him out first, and then and then after a month or so, we started to let her out on a uh, – we give her an opportunity in the afternoons to come out and him in the morning. And she roams. She doesn't mind, I see. Not a bit. She's she loves it. And, She's comfortable. She roams. She comes out. But it's yep. him that you brought to the exhibit first, and he never came out. So you brought Anna to try and entice her, correct? <laughs> exactly right. And That's then – uh, it just isn't happening. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> I see that he has a great deal of fear. I see it's all new to him. It, this is confusing to me because I'm looking at it psychically, and then because I read that uh, the only thing I read about him was he came from Brooklyn Zoo, that to me, analyzing it, it's he's come from a zoo, so what I see psychically isn't making sense to me, because, which it doesn't have to, but um, I'm seeing there are some different noises, more noise where he is now, than where he was, and that's um, that that bothers him. He comes out, okay. he doesn't know what that noise is. So I know you're thinking he's strong, he's huge, 350 pounds. But to him, to come out, he doesn't know what's going to happen to him. Thinking that something to do with that noise will hurt him. Okay. Well, I um, do. You, do you know if there's something going um, around? I don't think we, we, when we first started, we really try to minimize that and actually don't have a lot of people around and so forth so that he, he could kind of, uh, you know, feel comfortable in that regard. Um, it is, there are some other animal exhibits nearby and maybe those, maybe there's some unfamiliar noises with those, uh, with those animals. Another I don't question. see that it's people. Okay. I, I don't see that say, okay, someone comes in to clean his den or feed him or something, that it's people. There seems to be a particular noise okay. that's loud Wow. Okay. It, it, to him. To him it's okay. loud. Sure, yeah, right, right, right. Um, well, we'll have to, I, we'll have to analyze that a little bit because I, there's, there are lots of noises all over the zoo, I would, but I'm not, there might be, um, one in particular that we can, we can experiment with a couple to see if that helps. Um, there's something that, because you're familiar with the zoo and you walk through the zoo and you examine and, you know, you just kind of check out the zoo. I don't see that you just sit in your office. Sure, sure, right. You know, of course, you roam the zoo, see how things are going on. You visit your favorite animals. You know, you just kind of observe and watch. And when you do, there's noises that to you, just mentally, you say, you're accustomed to them. And that's just the way it is. This is a zoo. So you don't think about it. But there's something to him that is, and he's not saying the word annoying. He's saying it's high pitch. And it's like, oh, this is loud so it scares him and hmm. if he were out in the wild it's something that he wouldn't be hearing sure okay. you know so he doesn't know if he's going to come out and get attacked oh okay well i, I well, really i, I don't even look at it from a different perspective because we 
you know, you say we're so used to those noises, they don't, right. they don't mean anything to us. Sure, uh-huh. sure. He actually thinks that whatever that noise is, because he knows that in his den or that exhibit, he has nowhere to go. When he's in his den, it's quieter than when he comes out. So he feels safer and and more comfortable. And he believes that, well, whoever it is that he thinks is going to attack him can't see him and can't find him. And he's safe. But if he comes out and he hears this noise, he knows that his word is penned up and he's susceptible. And it's almost as if the example I get for you, if he comes out, well, will I get shot? You know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, we'll have to, uh, as I say, well, maybe we'll kind of go up and, and... Analyze this, the area a little bit and see what, uh, what, again, there's probably something that we're, we're accustomed to and he's not that we'll have to take a look at. I see, I also see something else that I'd like to mention. Do you have two people that take care of him? Um, do you know how Primarily, yeah, primarily there's two. There's, well, two or I three, see two. More, more, more two than others, yeah. I yeah, see two, two yeah. primarily that take care mm-hmm. of him. One of them, are they are they a male and a female or two males? Two females. Uh, Oh, two females. Mm -hmm. That's interesting, because he's telling me that one is a male, but then what I'm seeing and getting is that one acts more like a male, more aggressive, runs male energy. Animals look at our energy and it runs male and female energy, and someone can be more masculine. There's one of them that, or maybe it is a male that doesn't take care of him as much, but there's someone that gets into, he says, close proximity to him that he doesn't like. He's having a lot of trouble with this person. It isn't, of course, that, say, if you think someone has a dog, they're hitting them or jerking them around on their leash or anything. He doesn't like them because he, this tiger is extremely psychic. Most animals are, of course, telepathic. But he picks up on this thoughts of this person and he doesn't like them. So he doesn't feel comfortable with him at all. It affects him a great deal. Okay. Because he thinks the person's negative, so he doesn't know if that person is so negative. Again, will he do something else? This is a very fearful tiger. Hmm. You know, in the years we've 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 had tigers over the years, and we've had some of them have been more um, oh gosh, anxious to come outside and more uh, more willing. And you know, we have uh, as I said, Anna came right out, and she's been great and really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. And but um, at sometimes in the past we've had a few that oh they'll just they, they, they tigers seem to take a little bit longer than most other cats most other animals they just need to they do things at their time and their and their in their way when they want to and we let them do that so I right. hopefully maybe as we resolve some of these issues we'll uh, I feel that about. it's because he feels very susceptible when he's out in the open okay and I see that you have or will have. Someone that takes care of him, that talks to him, and if they would talk to him, just talk to him mm-hmm. about anything. Oh, hi, you know, or, or their day or whatever, that he'll be more attached and happy and distracted. And if there is someone that becomes 
closer to him. I don't see that you go in with the Tigers, right? Oh, no, no, heavens no. I don't see that. So I'm not saying, well, that someone has to become (laughs) buddy-buddy friends, go pet and talk to him. But if there's someone around him that can talk to him, he will then associate that person if it's on a regular basis and he's comfortable with him. And again, I don't tell you what to do or how far you'll go. But say say the two women that primarily take care of him, if there's one of them that's interested, he will then feel that that person will protect him. Okay. Oh, they care about me. They'll protect me. I'll be okay. Okay. He isn't that young, but it comes from when he was younger, you know, where where the mother sure. would protect him. He still okay. wants that feeling. Well, I've given that's, him just to think about and work on, I guess. That's quite interesting. I didn't expect anything like that. Okay. Well, we'll go take a, a, a walk through and, and see if, in particular, the noise thing. I think that's something that we can do right away and find out if there's something that... Is there anything someone... that you can think of offhand now that we've mentioned it, maybe? Um, but again, I, you know, we're used to the noises, then he would, might not be. So mm-hmm. I think if I have someone that isn't familiar with uh, with our place, that maybe they would find something that we didn't. But mm-hmm. uh, well, I don't, I don't know what it would be, but we'll... We'll sure take a look. I was recently able to pet a tiger. <laughs> we don't do that. <laughs> no, I know. There's a private sanctuary out here. Uh, a family had three acres, and they built four uh, pens, turned it into a private sanctuary, and two of their benefactors passed away that were giving money on a monthly basis. And their food, as you know, 150 250 a month. And oh, so, at least, yeah. Yeah, at least, minimum. So they had a fundraiser and invited me, and one of the tigers had worked with a magician uh, since it was a baby, and he had this tiger for many, many, many years, and then he became very sick and unable to work anymore and take care of the tiger, so he donated it to the sanctuary. And, of course, it's in a cage, and then you have the bars in front. But they let me go behind to talk to him. And when I did, he missed because he he was raised being touched and with this magician. So he let me pet him. Wow. Yes. Neither of ours would. That's no. Sure, that's no. Fair. And I see that. Well, it was. it's a very different environment, but that was quite an experience for me. They had two lions also from Sears that they had, Sears had gotten for promotional purposes when they were small for people to take pictures with them. And then, of course, when they became too large, they went to the sanctuary. So they had uh, two lions, a tiger and a black leopard. Well, thank you for uh, inviting us on today. You're welcome, and thank you for joining me. Time to communicate with our sponsors. When animals speak, we'll be right back. Pick up something unique at a Bone to Pick dog boutique. A Bone to Pick has cool hip fashions for big and small dogs that will have their tails wagging in style. Cat products, too. 
abone-to-pick.com. Check out our eco-friendly pet products and gifts for humans too. abone-to-pick.com. Get your pet's mouth watering monthly with our Gourmet Treat of the Month Club and join a Bone to Pick's free birthday club for your puppy. abone-to-pick.com. Pick up something special for your best friend at a bone to pick. A-B-O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-K.com. Get 10% off with coupon code PETLIFE. Do you love your dog? Then you'll love feeding him mouth-watering, all-natural treats. Lovingly handmade by a professional caterer who wanted the very best for her dogs. Make no mistake about it. These are not ordinary dog treats. These are doggy delights, like breakfast banana biscotti, honey bear peanut butter balls, yummy apple cinnamon mini cakes, and so much more. Your dog will howl in delight. And now you can get a scrumptious sample pack by going to dingersdogtreats.com. It's a $25 value, yours for just $9.95 through this special radio offer. That's D-I-N-G-E-R-S, dingersdogtreats.com. Every one of these gourmet doggy treats is handmade from the finest ingredients and taste tested on our own dogs. Your dog will love them. Get $25 worth of doggy delights now for just $9.95. Go to dingersdogtreats.com now. That's D-I-N-G-E-R-S, dingersdogtreats.com. Yum. New York, the glitz, the glamour, the exciting Muttropolis, the sparkling kitty city that never sleeps. Join us each week for Pets in the City with your host, Diane West. Celebrity pet sightings, hot events, and news and reviews with the hottest movers, shakers, and tail waggers in New York. So take a bite out of the Big Apple with Pets in the City every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Is your pet thinking you should order that great product you just heard about? Find out now when Animal Speak is back. We're back. I have a fun fact. Tigers have striped skin under their fur. Zebras don't. I would like to talk about pets and noise, since Nikki mentioned it, and does not like the unfamiliar noises of her new home. I find this to be a controversial issue. For some reason, when I discuss the subject of people who leave the TV or radio on for pets, I get strong reactions and opinions. My opinion has been formulated from various consultations from pets. I think this is a people thing. We probably all know someone who is, if they are awake, and sometimes asleep, has to have the TV, radio, or computer on. White noise, it's called. Clairvoyants, psychics, we call it unconscious energy. This affects your subconscious. The reasoning here is that white noise blocks out the fear-producing noise. Pet sitters that I have talked to immediately turn on a TV or radio the minute they arrive and leave it on the whole time their clients are gone. I personally would have a problem with this if it were not discussed with me first. This would be 24-7 white noise, not just during a time that the pet would be experiencing anxiety. 
Others go so far as to call it a phobia and recommend medications. Bottom line to me, animals just do not like unfamiliar noises. I'm against medications being prescribed for this reason. There are alternatives. One, change the environment. Two, reduce or block the noise level. Closing windows and curtains, allow the pet access to another room. Create a safe haven. Example, if the pet feels safe in their crate, during times of anxiety, cover the crate. Very important. Project a calm attitude. Pets pick up on your energy and mental state. Maintain good health and nutrition. Health problems may increase the stress level of pets. A pet in pain may be more irritable and prone to behavior changes. Use behavior modifications and counter conditioning. From my conversations with animal, it grades on their nerves or creates fear. Animals like to be aware of their environments to feel safe. If there is noise, they cannot, for example, hear someone or something which may catch them off guard. Some noises may be associated with a particular bad experience. I had a client who every time she turned on her gas stove and her dog heard the clicking began to bark violently. She had a consultation with me and we find out her prior owner had used a clicker while training the dog, which bothered him a great deal. The park rangers tell you to make a noise and bears will go away. Our pets cannot go away. And don't you go away while we take a commercial break. We will be back with a young lady named Tara. Time to communicate with our sponsors. When animals speak, we'll be right back. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. That's it. You're madder than a junkyard dog, and you're not going to take it anymore. Your feathers are ruffled, your dander is up, and you've got a definite bone to pick. Join us each week on Pet Peeves, the show that lets you dig through the dirt and unleash your passion for pets. Your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Amy Shojai, will talk about what makes you howl and what hisses you off. Pet Peeves, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Is your pet thinking you should order that great product you just heard about? Find out now when Animal Speak is back. 
You're listening to When Animals Speak, and we have Tara on the line today. Hi, Tara. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. Are you having a good day? Yeah, I am. Just about to go to the beach, so... <laughs> oh, well, can't get any better than that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Who did you want to talk to today? Um, well, I wanted to talk to my dog. His name's Togo. Um, he's four years old. He's been living at our house. We got him from Russia, actually. So. Huh. Yeah. Um, well, my first question would actually be regarding uh, our dog that we used to have. Her name is Kenya. She passed away about, like, a year ago. And I was wondering if he remembered her. The dog that you're just talking about, you want to know if he remembers the one that passed away. Yeah. Yes, he does. Tell us what kind of dog it is, because that sounds very interesting oh. that you mentioned that he came from Russia. Yeah, it's a Basenji. They're actually uh, from Africa, but we got him from Russia. So. Nice. <laughs> yeah, we shipped him in from there. He does. He says he does remember. Was that other dog a female? Yeah, it was a girl. That's what he said. He does remember her. And it hasn't been too long, has it? Um, No, not too long. Yeah, he said he misses her. He says he's very lonely because he said he's mostly outside. He's not inside with the family so that he has company. He's outside and all he had before was her. And so um, now that he's alone, he said it's a little bit harder and lonelier. He said he does want to preface, though, that although he's saying that, he doesn't want you to go running out and get it, get another dog because he doesn't know uh, unless he gets to go with you to spend time first if he'll like the other dog and then be'll be stuck with that the the company of that dog. You know, it's like twenty four seven if you were just closed up in an office or a room with someone you didn't want to be with. He said he was with a dog uh, a while ago that you had another dog also, and he didn't like that dog. Is that true? Yeah. um, We actually rescued that dog from the freeway. Well, not the freeway. We're on the road. came off the freeway, but... And we saw it, and it was running across the street, and cars were zooming by, so we kept it for that night because it was about 12 o'clock, and... (sighs) We called and they answered, so we picked it up the next morning. That was great of you. You are wonderful. <laughs> I want to say thank you. That's just wonderful. But he remembers that, and because of that, that now he knows, hey, they could just bring any dog home, and then I'm. it wasn't my choice. Here I am in the yard, yeah. and there they are, and I have to deal with it. And and he would prefer to be with the family, come in and visit, and doesn't really want another. Yeah, and doesn't really want another dog. I tell I, it, I, people hear this all the time on my radio program. I'm not telling you what to do. I mean, if you end yeah. up rescuing another dog or bringing another dog home, I'm not telling you what to do. The whole mm-hmm. point is. For the dogs, the pets, the animals to have their choice, their voice, and that's what he's expressing that he would prefer. All right, right on. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's see. The second question I have would be um, him and Kenya, they're mates, and I was wondering if he knew that he was the father of the puppies. That was always running around in the backyard. Yes, yes. Again, (laughs) many people... 
think that animals, I don't know if this was written in a book or where it comes from, but mm-hmm. they feel that once animals, their memory is very short and that they can have a litter and they'll forget that that's family yeah. and or when they're taken away from them and go to other homes that, oh, they have no feelings or they don't remember, they're gone, no problem. But they do. They do grieve like us, miss other pets and ones that they love and they do know which are family. And a way for people to prove this that don't want to accept, you can see if someone has a litter, especially with cats, and there are other cats in the home, those cats will always group and stay together and sleep together. Yeah. Versus if if it were the case where most people say they don't know the difference, then they would all be together and not stay with their their family, brother, sister, mother. There's visual evidence is what I'm saying. (laughs) Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Um, This is sort of a funny question, I guess. Well, Togo, uh, he's always in the family room at night with us. He sleeps sometimes late at night when we bring him in. But when he gets out, sometimes he'll knock the gates over. He goes in the other room, the living room, and he, he he always does it. He always goes to the bathroom. He on the carpet and we, we don't know why we don't know why he always does it so what you're thinking is if he's outside all day and all night say from 8 to 11 at night and he's out there why didn't he pee you let him in and he runs and pees there uh what i see is that it's because of the scent mm-hmm. that the scent is still there and that so he smells it i don't know if it was cleaned thoroughly enough down all the way you know or what the scent is still there But here is part of a reason for consultations. People just assume, oh, I went into the pet store. They told me the scent is still there. Let me just spray this. His concern is is that if he has to go to the bathroom and he runs to the door and you let him out to go to the bathroom, he does not like being in the yard. And he's in the yard for so long, he prefers much more to be with the family, go or go for rides, and he doesn't get to do that anymore. That if he went to the door and you let him out and he went to the bathroom, that then you'd leave him out there again and or forget about him. And there he is, and he doesn't want to be outside. So he's realized that... You know, if he runs and goes to the bathroom, he can go to the bathroom, then run over and go to sleep. He goes to sleep afterwards, right? Right, yeah. That's what he does. So he goes to the bathroom so he doesn't have to go back outside. I've also, (laughs) you're right, this is funny. And again, I don't know if you witnessed this, but he said, he's been out there sometimes and then the sprinklers comes on and he doesn't like it. (laughs) And so he doesn't want to get caught because I see pets come to me sometimes and show me what's called a valence, what they look like. And because I'm not going out to people's homes, I'm able to to do it by phone they come at spirit to spirit so i see a little spirit like a little cloud a little picture you know and um i see that he's kind of a small medium type dog and he just (laughs) did not appreciate these sprinklers coming on and getting him yeah Yeah, that's funny okay um i'm sure you probably get this question a lot but it's about his dog food of course typical question Mm -hmm. does he like does he still Does he like it? Because he gets the same thing practically every day. Yeah, he said no. He said he doesn't (laughs) like it. He said it's dry food. 
Well, yeah, it's mixed with wet food. Yeah. In the he morning. He said it's mostly, night. yes. He said it's dry food that, the dry food that since you asked, <laughs> now these are his words, since you asked, that um, <laughs> it's the majority of dry food and very little wet. And he doesn't like dry food, one, and he doesn't like the taste of the dry food. He prefers, oh, yeah. he prefers the wet. Because um, sometimes, yeah, I see him, he'll pick around. Yes. My other dog, Tina, she did the same thing, and they Uh-oh. never eat the dry food. They just get yes. out of it. He doesn't like it, and his exact words are, it's a pain to have to root around and get that food out of the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, Alrighty. it's kind of a waste of money if he's not going to eat it anyway. And yeah, I have exactly. personal opinion. It's better not to have mm-hmm. the kibble. You know, that's just my personal. Yeah. So, oh, I'm glad <laughs> you asked, even though you said I must get a lot. It's important for them to have uh, their wishes expressed. Yeah, you exactly. Because he could have said, well, no, I don't like this one, but they had one before I liked, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so it's good that you asked. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, well, my last question would be, um, does he, like, need anything? Is he okay, like, with feelings, or is he hurt, or is he... Mentally stable, or is he have any problems? <laughs> Mentally stable? I've never gotten that one before. Yeah, is he have any problems he needs to be taken care of? Or? <laughs> I love it. Mentally stable? Okay, yes, I think he's mentally stable, as stable as you can be for a dog. Yeah. Um, I don't see any health issues. The only thing that he says that he wants to express uh, and he doesn't know if it's going to happen because you don't do it, is mm-hmm. he just really doesn't like being outside. He's outside yeah. a lot, and he mm-hmm. doesn't like it, and he just doesn't understand why he can't be in the house. But again, I kind of can see now that you think, well, every time we let him in, he goes to the bathroom, and so we have mm-hmm. to keep him out. <sighs> when you have a pet, you can talk to them. You can, and mm-hmm. you have to repeat things and say, yeah. keep saying, you cannot go to the bathroom here. Get some products or spray a smell or something that he doesn't like to keep him from that area because he doesn't understand it. But I know your issue, you don't want him in going to the bathroom. And it yeah. also is not just that issue. I see that you're very busy and you just don't want to deal with him. So. Mm-hmm. So th- that kind of hurts his feelings a little bit, and he just doesn't understand it. Uh, pets are like children that don't grow up. They don't have that understanding, like, oh, okay, you know. Um, but overall, you know, everything's fine. He just would like the food changed and to come in the house. All right, just making his life a little better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, thank you for everything. Great advice. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It was so nice to talk to you. I would like to thank all my guests today. May your heart be free. May your imagination run wild. And may your spirit never be tamed. If you would like transcripts of this show, or to find out what your pets would say if they could speak, go to PetLifeRadio.com and click on When Animals Speak. 
I also do readings for people and those on the other side. Warm wishes and purse to you. Animals talk to us every day in many ways, especially the animals that live with us. Have you ever wondered if your pet could speak? What would they tell us? Join pet communicator Erica Alexander as Pet Life Radio presents When Animals Speak. Step inside the mind of your pet on When Animals Speak. Every week on demand in iTunes and on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>